Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, who has a theory. Okay, uh... This episode, uh, Theory 8, is about the Witchfinders, uh, which is another episode of Doctor Who. I know, it's strange that, that you're listening to a podcast about Doctor Who, and I'm talking about Doctor Who. It's not always the case. You know, the last one I was talking about, Wentworth. Uh, <laughs> so, this is uh, another episode in which we've had, like... oh. This is the third one in a row, written by someone other than Chris Chibnall. I mean, he wrote half of the episodes this series, so, you know, let's give him a couple of days off. Um, I know. Um, uh, it's 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 been uh, kind of fun. It's been... We've gone back in time so many times in this series, and they've been my favourite episodes. Rosa is a great episode. Demons of the Punjab was an incredible episode. And here we have another wonderful trip back in time with a with a script by Joy Wilkinson who has just done an incredible job on again researching the past to come up with something the only thing that is a little bit off is the constant banding about of the term witchfinder uh so in the episode the doctor claims to be the witchfinder general and our chief bad guy, which is uh, Becca, who's played by oh Mrs. O'Brien from Downton Abbey, Siobhan Finnan. Oh my God, she's so wicked. I love her so much. Um, I really missed her when she left Downton. I was like, no, no, bring back Mrs. O'Brien. She's such a wicked cow. Uh, but yeah, I 
I do uh, like the the Witchfinder General. So the doctor says she's the Witchfinder General. Becca's like, of course you are. I've read that on your psychic paper. Um, I love that the psychic paper comes back. Uh, and then like later on, when King James turns up and she shows him the psychic paper, he's like, well, you couldn't be the Witchfinder General. You're a woman. That must be him over there, Graham, because he's the older guy. <laughs> By the way, I have a theory. Now this has been this has been percolating inside my head for the last. I think five or six episodes and I keep meaning to say it out loud and I get distracted by myself. But here is a theory like about the way this incarnation of Doctor Who relates to the very first series from 1963. So back then we had three companions and the Doctor. The Doctor was an old man uh, played by William Hartnell. We had his granddaughter, Susan, there, who was frequently falling over and would be frightened by everything. Uh, we had Barbara, who was a history buff, a history teacher at school. And Ian, who was also a teacher. One of Susan's teachers was a, a science teacher. Now, I think everyone here is an analogue to those characters. And hear me out, this is going to sound really weird. What? Chris Chibnall has decided in casting Jodie Whittaker is that Barbara is the main character of Doctor Who. <laughs> no, it makes sense. If you watch the old ones, Barbara's the best one. Like, she's my favourite. Like, when they go to the Aztecs and she's like, no, the Aztecs are amazing. I'm going to change things. I'm going to fix it. And the Doctor's like, no, you can't change things. It's the laws of time. And the Doctor is a, is a you know, grumpy old man who's, who's <laughs> often quite befuddled by everything. That's Graham. Graham is the William Hartnell doctor. I, you know, he's often not fed, poor love, and he gets grumpy. Um, which means Yaz is Ian, because she's, you know, the take charge kind of, I was a policeman, I was a policeman, I was a police officer. I've got to stop saying man, policeman. It's it's, it's gender specific and it's not good. Um, please don't cancel me. I'm trying to learn. I'm an old man, old dog, new tricks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so she's, she's a police officer. So she's like, take charge like Ian, which means Ryan is Susan. And he has dyspraxia and is constantly falling over. Oh my God, if you have the Blu-ray, <laughs> or I think it's even on YouTube, there's a special feature about um, the Demons of the Punjab episode where <laughs> Tozen Cole falls on his face getting out of a cart while he's <laughs> being pulled by oxen. It is seriously quite a funny moment. I'm like, oh, maybe they wrote dyspraxia into it because he was actually clumsy. <laughs> I don't know, but he doesn't really, the dyspraxia doesn't come up that much other than the first couple of episodes. But anyway, uh, this has been my theory, uh, that the Doctor is, what if Barbara was the main character in Doctor Who way back in 1963? I know! Isn't it a good theory? If you don't know the show from back then, you're just completely confused by everything I'm saying now. But all the hardcore old school fans, you know what, you know how exciting this is, that Barbara in her cardigan is the main character. Anyway, uh, the Witchfinders. This is the most, possibly the most female episode we've had. Like, you know, they've been the Doctor's just kind of gotten on with it. Like, occasionally there's been moments where she's like, "Come to Daddy." I mean, Mummy. You know, things like that. Like in the second episode. But this is the one where she's like, "Oh, you know what? If I was a bloke, I could, <laughs> I could just explain all this stuff, and everyone would listen to me, and it'd be fine." But no one's listening to her because, you know, they're way back in. Uh, 
King James's day and he is having none of it. Uh, <laughs> by the way, King James, played by Alan Cumming, I know it seems a bit of a stretch because he is, it is carry on Witchfinder General and he is being very, very camp. <laughs> uh, although apparently that was... That was a thing at the time. Like, you know, they said, because he was the the next monarch after Queen Elizabeth, the Virgin Queen, you know, the Cape Blanchett one. Um, and, she, you know, when he was the king, the, there were many, many people would say, well, if Elizabeth was the king, then James is certainly the queen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he is pretty much playing that up entirely and his constant references to Alfonso. Uh, <laughs> he sounds like Kenneth Williams <laughs> in a Carry On movie. He is magnificent. But because Alan Cumming is such a great actor, while he's playing broad comedy and being very, very camp, then in those moments where, you know, he and the Doctor are talking about the well, the the historical reality of his life as a child and the horrendous things that went on with his mother, Mary Queen of Scots, the the that kind of vulnerability that he is able to draw on, the the damage, the you know, the the almost almost making the camp facade look like you know kind of some armor that he's built emotional armor to to deal with this this horrendous kind of abandonment and being raised by regents and and you know being turned against his own people and it's just oh it is it is a really really fascinating thing now i was I was about to tell you right at the start about the Witchfinder General and how it's 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 a term that's used a lot about these days, but there was only one Witchfinder General. His name was Matthew Hopkins, and he gave himself that title. That was not given to him by the king, not given to him by parliament. He made it up. Uh, he wrote a book about his, <laughs> his experiences. Uh, basically, what he would do was he would go to a town... And say, I'm the Witchfinder General, uh, I will find your witches. Have you got any witches? And then he would charge them basically as much money as that entire region could raise in, you know, a month. And it, it was a scam. The Witchfinder General was a scam. He would just go and turn up and say, yeah, no, no, you've got witches. I know you've got witches. And it's going to cost you this much for me to find them all. And then he would find a couple of people and then they would be killed uh i know terrible and then he wrote a book about it called the discovery of witches which went overseas to america uh and then that started their whole horrendous witch trial business where all of the witches were hanged by the way they were all hanged in america none of them were burned although the witch burning thing is how it was reported much later on I know it's a it's bizarre, but yeah, and and it was reported in like I think uh, in articles about um, Abraham Lincoln coming after the slavers. Like they were like, oh, it's a witch hunt against us. It's a witch hunt. Like it's weird that racists always point at witch hunting. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, I I do love that. Like nobody checked his facts in his discovery of witches book. He just wrote this book. He said, I found some witches. I've written a book about it, the discovery of witches. And he he quoted a lot from a book called Demonology, which was written by King James the uh, first. Of England and sixth of Scotland. Now, you've got to say his whole name. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, so yeah, he quoted a lot from the king and 
this book is a bit like there were no fa- there was no fact checking on this book. It just went overseas and became like almost like a bible for the witch killers. And it was like a blog, like it was like his manifesto on his weird blog, and he's just sent it overseas, and now everyone's run with it. It's like you know, what if one person decided that some medicine was bad for you, and everyone believed it? Oh, hang on, that does happen now. Okay, I'll be back next time with uh, Theory 9 on It Takes You Away, which is... That might be a double episode, frankly, because there's a lot to talk about in that. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.